0: Thank you for tuning in to Coping with Comic. I'm Brian Copp and we're here with Comic Ronnie Pascal. Bonnie Pascal, how the hell are
1: you? I'm good. How are you?
0: Oh, good. Thank you so much for coming on. And if people want to see you do stand-up comedy on stage in New York City, where do they do that? But also, where can they find you online?
1: Uh, They could find me online on Twitter, at Ronnie Pascal. That's Ronnie with a Y. Everyone gets that wrong.
0: Yeah, I think I follow you on there. It's R-O-N-N-Y. Yeah. Pascal.
1: Pascal. Thank you for pronouncing it right. Oh,
0: good. I'm glad I did. I had to check it beforehand, and there's names where I really just slaughter it. So Ronnie Pascal just slips off the tongue.
1: Yeah. uh, I think it's easy. My grandma gets really upset because people say it wrong. Oh, how do they say it? Pascale. Pascale. Pascal. Anything wrong. (laughs) So... Uh, yeah. And I do stand-up. I just started doing stand-up. I improvised for a long time and okay. now uh, switching into stand-up. I do mostly at the Pit. I'm doing a show at West Side Comedy soon. Um, yeah. Just slowly easing into this whole world. Yeah.
0: And is the Pit, um, your show at the Pit, You know what is that? When is it coming up? But also, is that sketch or is that stand-up?
1: I do sketch. I do stand-up. It. um
0: and the pit show coming up is that going to be stand-up or sketch
1: uh that one's sketch okay yeah and then i have a run coming up a monthly show at auto shrunken head that's only stand-up
0: oh cool yeah cool and so yeah i think um is is it a certain sketch company that you're with are you i had a couple guys who were at infinite sketch and there's another one who was with flying blind like what's the name of your sketch team
1: well i'm um, in the, na- uh, in the works of redoing it, because it used to be called Ronnie Pascal's Funny Friends. Nice. And so I would just invite five friends each show. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that show was five different people. I'd write a sketch with each. So they were only responsible for writing one sketch. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then so for me, I had to do five sketches, and it, wow. the audience saw a full sketch show, but each person was only responsible for one.
0: Well, that's cool, though, because then you're in each sketch. Yeah. Okay, and that's how you got big, big enough, and you're like, dude, it's time. You know, yeah. I, I re- really conquered the sketch. It's time to move over mm-hmm. into comedy. Yeah. And so it'll be auto-shrunken head, and that's Lower East Side. Uh, yeah, well, it's kind it's of about Union 14th Square. And like a. Okay. It's close enough to Union Square where I think we've been there for music and it's a nice, mm-hmm. nice space to do
1: stand-up I would think. Yeah, it's a okay. cute little like tiki lounge in the back. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think that's where I saw the show. And so you got that coming up and Ronnie Pascal across all social platforms yes. so that they can you know pay attention to all upcoming live dates.
1: You could ex- uh, ignore my Instagram. I'm not good at Instagram ah. right now.
0: <laughs> not too good at Instagram. But one interesting that you thing that you've been doing, and this is how you cross paths with me, is that you are trying to do and you will do totally mm-hmm. 365 podcasts in 365 days
1: that is the goal that is
0: the goal and so far you've done a, you've done maybe 25 or so i have
1: done about 25 and about 15 have been released so far okay um Yeah, it's been an interesting experience. Yeah, so
0: what have you noticed across the 25 podcast that, you know, what are the similarities, what are the differences, what are the things you like, what are the things you don't like, and will it inform your own podcast in Mm -hmm. the
1: future? Uh, Well, one thing I learned is I hate doing remote recording because yeah. then I have to set the microphone up myself. Oh yeah, because some and,
0: people have been asking to do that, and I'm like, eh, ah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to work properly. But it's 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 cool to learn that it's even shitty on your end. So why yeah. would people want to do this? It's like, do you really want to set up your own mic? It's like, no, I'm just going to speak right into the Skype thing, and it's going to sound like shit, right?
1: Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yeah, I uh, the first few, I was just like, yeah, I'll do, and the headphone is the built-in one and my headphones, <laughs> the microphone. So I was just like, I'll do that, uh, and one of I didn't realize how bad it was until the first one came out, and the podcast put a warning beforehand, like, warning, this is poorly recorded on his end. No. Um, Why would they throw you you
0: under the bus like that?
1: They meant it in a nice way. They said something like, uh, he recorded it on the streets of New York. Okay. That's a little
0: bit better. Yeah. Okay.
1: But it was while I was standing outside... Because where I was originally going to record that one, there was a lot of echo. Okay. So I learned be in a padded room like this one. Okay. And, uh, and then that led
0: to what? What other? What other issues? So you went to a padded room. Went to a padded. And room. And it still sounded like shit.
1: Uh, no, I walked around on the street of New York, uh, while recording it, <gasps> using the <laughs> microphone that's in my headphones. <laughs> done terrible. Wow. But it was one of my favorite episodes that I've done. Oh good.
0: And so the content is good. Yeah. Uh, but just not necessarily recording and since then you're trying to what show up in studio?
1: Show up in studio okay. or you know, I would sit in my bedroom and record it into a microphone and then send them the audio after. Okay. I'm okay with that.
0: Okay. Um, and and content-wise, what are the some of the things that you're liking or disliking as far as, you know, podcasts? Like, what are some of the subject matters you you think that they're all talking about too much or not enough? Mm-hmm. And how will that inform
1: any podcasts you do in the future? Well, I've done a lot that are just general comedy, uh, yeah. Which gets a little boring after a while.
0: Yeah, you can only hear about it so often, I would think.
1: You could only tell the same stories a few times.
0: Yeah, and I think that, like, that's why I try to bring in, like, although I'm I'm talking with a comic each time, I'm trying to have them provide me with a list of things that interest them, Mm -hmm. and then I'll choose a couple, and therefore each episode with the comic will not necessarily talk about comedy all the time, although a lot of times we'll use the subject matter as a way into or out of their act. Mm -hmm. It's like we're not talking about just the same, you know, crowd control and hecklers and things like that.
1: Yeah. I hate when I watch, like Conan and a stand-up is on and they start telling their set within the Interview. Oh no! Have you never seen that? Where they're just oh yeah,
0: yeah. But so they do their set. Or you're saying when they are a guest, all they're doing is really just working jokes into it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of also why I didn't want pe- people to just come in there with their act because it's like, you know, if you had an interesting upbringing with you know, you know, mixed race parents or something like that, it's going to be you just telling me about it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to contribute anything. And a lot of times you're just going to be burning jokes. Yeah. These are jokes from your act. It's like no, let, let's try to test new material. Like mm-hmm. this should be the place where you're like, let's take my B or C material and <laughs> chat about it and see if I can think about anything while I'm being recorded. Yeah. It's not like the place to burn a material, you know? Yeah.
1: And yeah. then the whole audience listening is like, oh, that's the jokes he's using already. Yeah. I've seen this on stage before.
0: And so what are some of the other things that like, you know, the each podcast will be centered around a subject matter, I would think. Yeah. And then have you done political stuff? Have you done music ones? You know, what are some of the ones you've done?
1: I've done a political one last year, so it doesn't really count for this, Uh It's called Baffle Gab, and Mm -hmm. it's a political parody where uh, the two hosts, one is very far right, one is very far left. Oh, cool. uh, And then they debate, and then I come on as a character. Um, How does that work? And are you a character kind of interacting with
0: each side, like you bring up something and then they'll attack it from the right and the left?
1: uh, Yeah. I played the pizza guy who came to deliver the pizza (laughs) and made a lot of pizza gate jokes, oh. which probably not cool, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's cool, though. And yeah. then they're
0: able to kind of bring you into the, you know, the conspiracy theory can be through the pizza guy. Yeah. I never thought about that. That's pretty interesting on their part. Was it was it your idea to be the pizza guy or their I idea? I think so. I don't okay. remember. But that's just so funny that pizza would even have any place in political discourse. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh,
1: last week I was in Los Angeles and oh, cool. I did a podcast about erotica.
0: <gasps> and so what was your uh, addition to the erotica podcast without stepping on your material
1: so, uh that one was about they have comedians who've never read erotica come through read erotica come through and talk about it i cheated a little bit okay. uh, i didn't tell them this i listened to the audiobook and on audible you can speed it up so <gasps> i like power binge through this five-hour <laughs> book in like three hours
0: and so you're you were ready with jokes
1: yeah i okay. uh well i came i just uh, outlined each chapter was like, okay. this is what happened, this is what happened. And then I just talked about it and ragged on it a little bit. You were the
0: most prepared guest in the history of time.
1: I hope so. Dude, I
0: almost think that, like, if I, you know, I would think that comics are not reading a lot of er- erotica, but they are looking at a lot of porn. Mm-hmm. So I would think that each one might begin with erotica, but it would end up with a discussion
1: about, well, I mean, it doesn't really get me off. There's,
0: there's, <laughs> there's better pictures in Vidya on the internet if yeah. you didn't know. There is, yeah, but that's cool.
1: I was surprised that uh, I found out most erotica doesn't have the sex scene till the very end. So even a five hundred page book. Yeah, it's a lot of edging. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a joke I used on there. (laughs) Well, there you go. Good. This one's fresh, and so, uh,
0: but how the like you don't read these things in one. Like, I could see if it was a collection of short stories. Yeah. It might be fine edging for 10, 15 pages because <laughs> then in one sitting, you're like, all right, well, at the end, you know, it took me half an hour, but I got there. But, like, you're never going to read this thing front to back. No. So you're never going. It's like, oh, I'm it going like to, yeah, I'm going to climax on the 300th day. Yeah. About the time I finish up my podcast, I actually climaxed on this book finally. <laughs> yeah, and then just... you climax on the book. That's I jerk off
1: all <laughs> over the book. <laughs> Uh, and then I have returned it to the library. <laughs> it's like, here you go, Brooklyn Public Library.
0: And so what are some of the things that you were doing in Sketch? You know, because it sounds like you're pretty prolific and you're each character in all the sketches and things. And what what of that would you like to bring into stand-up comedy? Like, what are you happy to leave behind in mm-hmm. Sketch? And what are, what are you really wanting to, to take with you? Is it, you know, making sure that you're a bunch of dynamic characters on stage? Are you going to do characters on stage when mm-hmm. you're doing stand-up?
1: Uh, so... Yeah, when I first started doing stand-up, the question that people kept on asking is, what is your persona? And yeah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> What's um, a persona? What I've been doing these? 15
0: personas a night on Sketch, right? Yeah.
1: Well, the thing with me doing Sketch was I always wrote about my life uh, and like things that were directly affecting my life. Oh, good. Uh, and I didn't generally play like big characters. Um, so I felt like that would be an easy thing to do. Yeah. And so when I was in Los Angeles last week, uh, the host pulled me aside after and was like, I really loved your set because you're such a nice guy. You're very likable. Oh. And I was like, maybe that's what my persona is. Yeah. And then a couple of other people said s- similar things. So I was like, you know what? I'll just be me. Yeah,
0: I like you already. Thank you. And, <laughs> and, and, and 10 minutes ago. I know. And I would think that, I mean, you're going to, it's going to be so much easier to write because you have been writing yourself all along. And now, be, like one thing I discovered about these sketch, sketch people, they're like, we're doing it this night. And I'm like... Is that it? Like, are you you writing for a whole fucking month, practicing mm-hmm. for a whole month, and then doing it once without recording it? And I guess certain people do record their sketches. But just, I mean, it's almost tragic to see just a, a wonderful, like a hard work, Pay off into something funny, but it's tragic not to have recorded it. And so, are the you know, if you haven't recorded certain sketches that you like, is it going to be easy and fun to be able to cannibalize all the things that you did not record and generate into viable product?
1: I'm obsessive about recording everything I do. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I've been doing that ever since I started. So all of my improv sets have been recorded, or at least like most of them. And for me, I mean, a lot of improvisers are like hey, this is the first and the last time this will ever be done. And I think that's so stupid. Uh, I was like, I want to write that character if I thought something (laughs) was funny or, like, whatever. Uh, But I just want, like, footage so that I could go back on it. What got laughs? What didn't? What can I cut out for the future? So I did a sketch show... Like a week ago, and it was called Broadway's Night Off. We wrote sketches about making fun of Broadway.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a big, there's a. Is that the podcast family that's got four or five podcasts all centered around Broadway and comedy? Well, this was. Well, the they'll first get drunk. One. They'll get drunk and and talk about a Broadway thing. Well, that I, sounds I, fun. I, yeah, like that. I, I think there's yeah a group of podcasts where it's it's just all them being hilarious about Broadway musicals. But this is not that.
1: This is okay. not that. But uh, yeah, we only had one date to begin with. But for me, what I was getting out of it was writing a sketch that I could like rework later oh, cool. for like a future show, but we got some more dates at the pit. So. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: And so, um, it sounds like you have been recording some of your stuff, which is good in that it's helped you kind of do continuous improvement, but are you still able, you know, although I can go back and stream certain of these sketches on your website, maybe, mm-hmm. um, are you, do you feel comfortable enough taking certain ideas that you like and bringing it onto into standup?
1: Uh, I don't, I haven't you done just that so yeah. you, Are you
0: just such, such a purist? You're like, yeah. no, you know, I've already done that. Let me try something new. Or are you so ambitious that you're making sure that all your material is brand new?
1: Well, what I have been doing, uh, so I've been tweeting for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and I have found the jokes that I like the best and I put them in a list. Uh, and then at the end of my set, I lie to the audience a little bit, uh, okay. insider scoop right here. And I was like, I get nervous about tweeting. Uh, These are things that I would like. These are my Twitter drafts. Should I tweet it or delete it? Oh,
0: I love that.
1: But I just read jokes that I have tweeted already. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but the audience doesn't know
0: that and so they're they just that. laughing along and they're like wow he, he's not very confident about this so let me yeah. make sure to clap and laugh at the ones i like yeah, yeah i mm-hmm. think dion cole was doing some of that Someone you know I, me that too. Where, I mean but it's more he's just like you know oh when i think of a joke i'll write it down mm-hmm. and he I must think back in the day he was taking out a piece of paper and then when he when he saw the response he'd look at the audience and either cross it out or <laughs> circle it and so it's just kind of a new way to make the audience feel involved in your process
1: Yes, well really it's so actually the, it's actually it the happen.
0: end result of your process but you're like, oh no, you guys are in the draft portion <laughs> of my process. that's cool.
1: Well what I like about it is uh, the jokes that have been getting big laughs figuring out how to like, a setup around it what's the story behind it yeah because uh, so.
0: although you had a nice joke format once something works you're gonna have to polish it you know polish it up into the setup punch but also then transition into and out of prepared material because you found the gem yeah and you can't just say oh i found a gem no you have to put <laughs> it in the ring setting or whatever and then give it to your your wife for for yeah. marriage or whatever
1: well what i realized about just reading tweets in all punch lines is no one laughs because they get tired after a while yeah so they like we want the setup we need the break every now and then yeah so i've been using those putting a little setup behind but not going too long trying to be a little concise about it oh good it's so yeah so that's how funny ronnie pascal is
0: Mm -hmm. he he needs to break (laughs) up the punchlines with setups i'm so funny he is so funny and so if you want to see his show dates auto shrunken head he's going to have those at ronnie pascal across social platforms and um also is there a uh
1: it's in the works
0: it's in works, just like the Instagram one. He'll figure it out eventually.
1: It's like those GeoCities pages that say under construction for like 30 <laughs> years.
0: <laughs> but, I uh, you know, he's a good follow on Twitter, so check him out. Ronnie Pascal. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks for having me.